Hi, we here at Grace Life would love to help you discover Jesus' unconditional love and grace for you. We pray that this message will be a blessing to you and further establish you in the truth of God's Word. on God's Word. And remember last week, all of us, almost all of us, rededicated our lives to the Lord. Remember? It was such a beautiful uh, thing to see that everybody is wanting to have a relationship with God, even for those that were not sure. Yes. And that was awesome last week. Joshua 1 verse 8. Joshua 1. Joshua 1 verse 8. Is there anybody here in this house that remember that scripture? Where does that scripture come from? All right. Just last for the last time. Anybody? Joshua 1 verse 8. I'm not talking about... Oh, uh, yeah. Anybody can remember that scripture? That are sitting here? We have it here in the Bible. I'm just trying to see if there's anybody that can remember that. Okay, I think the youth was not there on Friday night. Because that was our scripture on Friday night. Remember? Yeah. That was our scripture on Friday night. Did you forget? <laughs> okay. So let's let's read. Okay. Let's read. This book of the law shall not depart from your wow. mouth. But you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For when you, when you will, for then. for then will you make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Amen. Who forgot that? The youngsters, can you all please just stand? Those that were in the youth on Friday night, I think not everybody's here tonight, but all of them were there on Friday night. You two can also stand, the two of you. We are not condemning anybody of you. We just want to say thank you so much for being there on Friday night. Amen? Okay. Okay, to get, the, to, get to the place in your life where you can be led by the Spirit of God, you must be able to recognize the voice of God. You, we all that are sitting here, need to recognize the voice of God. And I think it is so important for us to realize and to meditate on God's word for us to hear the voice of God. Amen? This comes not only from prayer and reading the word of God, which is one of the ways to be led by the Spirit of God. And, yeah, what does it mean to meditate on God's word? Is there anybody that can say, what does it mean to meditate on God's Word? I would say to think deeply on the Word and to come to a realization of how it applies to your life personally. Amen. Beautiful. To think deeply about it. Yeah? It means to stop, number one. You have to stop and think about what you have just read. When we read 
The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. What, is it, what does it actually mean when we read the book of the law shall not depart of your mouth? That means that we don't only know the word in our head and heart, but we actually speak it forth. Amen. We just not, like I said on Friday night, exactly the same. You're not just reading it and then you move on to another sentence. You stop, you think about what you have read, you stop, you think what you have just read, and allow the Holy Spirit to bring new revelation, even to the verse you have read. No? Even if you have read it a hundred times, stop and think about what you are reading. Okay, this yes. book, if the word of God says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. From your mouth. Yes. It shall not depart from your mouth. Yes. Amen. Meditating on, on the word of God is more than reading the Bible. We need to study it. What do we do with the word? We study God's word. We analyze it. We seek. We do reflecting. We look at your own life. You look, I look at my own life when I read God's word. And I reflect in my life. On Friday night, we had such an awesome time when we actually spoke about Joshua 1 verse 8. Remember, it was so beautiful. Each and everybody of us could reflect on our lives without judging one another. We could just look into your life and say to yourself, how long did we say, youth, are we going to read the Bible every day? And half an hour. We're going to sit and we're going to meditate on God's word in half an hour. If you have a problem with that, you can let me know. I will sit with you, both of us. We can all sit together and we can sit and meditate. But the scripture doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. It's being open to a new interpretation. Yes. You haven't considered before. Can you see when you read God's word, there are some things that you consider. There's some things that the Holy Spirit interprets to you. There's some things that the Holy Spirit brings forth in our lives. Especially when we do some wrong stuff. Then the Holy Spirit brings those things to the surface and then you can have a look and see, does this fit into my life or does, does it not fit into my life? Ne? Okay. Um, it's seeking God with all your heart, mind, soul, your, and your strength. It's being open to a new interpretation you haven't considered before, one that might be different than what your mom told you or the pastor told you. Remember last week what J.B. said? It's not about being religious. Yes. It's not about being religious. You cannot be religious. Like Rita said, it's either, what did you say? It's, it's not Jesus it's not, plus something. It's only Jesus and his performance. Amen. It's only Jesus. Amen? And his performance. When you meditate on the word of God, you are training your human spirit to recognize God's voice. If you don't meditate on God's word, you will not be able to recognize the voice of God. And I'm sure each and everybody of us 
that are sitting here would love to hear what the Spirit of God is, is saying to you. Because Jesus said, it is better for me to go. Yes. But I will leave the Holy Spirit. The comforter, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will, will make the truth or bring the truth to you and to myself. He will lead and guide you. When you meditate on the Word of God, you are training your human spirit to recognize God's voice and be more in tune with what He has to say to you, specifically about every situation. You, we cannot make decisions on our own. And if you have come to this time, to this place of your life where you have made decisions, it is time for you to say to yourself, I am going to allow, you remember we rededicated our lives last week? I am going to allow the Holy Spirit to lead me. Yes. I am going to spend time with God's Word. I'm going to meditate on God's Word. And I'm not just going to meditate on God's Word every day, just every day. Just every day. Joshua 1 verse 8, we didn't finish the scripture. We have to meditate on God's Word. Day and night. Day and night. In the middle of the night is sometimes dark. Yes. How do you meditate in the dark? The scripture comes to you. Yes. When you are lying on your bed. Yes. The scripture comes and it speaks to you. Yes. It normally speaks to me when I'm lying in bed. Yes. And I can immediately begin to thank God for his word. Because tomorrow I don't know what to do or what decision I have to make. But the moment that I meditate on God's word, the Holy Spirit comes and he shows me what to do. He tells me what to do. You will never go wrong if you meditate on God's word. Youngsters, you have got certain directions of your life that you need to go into. There's a partner that you need to marry one day maybe. There is um, the direction of your life, your studies, or wherever you want to go. If you have the Holy Spirit, you will never go wrong. Tell me why is it as it is in this community today. Why? Because we, in our homes, we have separated. We, asked, we, we didn't allow God to be part of our homes. We didn't allow the Holy Spirit to lead and direct us. You are not wrong. You are at the right place this morning. If you start to meditate on God's word, do what God wants you to do, and then you'll see. You will. You will. Then you will have good success. This is what Joshua 1 verse 8 says. You can also connect the next verse. I don't know if you share that afterwards. But if you do the number 8, then the number 9 comes to you and says, Be strong and courageous. So you are strong and courageous. Don't be fearful or discouraged because the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Amen. So if you do the number 8, number 9 is your reward. Yeah. Very, very important. And you must have young people that can be strong and, and courageous. courageous yes. And not to be intimidated, but feel pressure. It's very, very important. Amen. Thank you for sharing, um, Philip. That is beautiful. Okay. Like I said, even if you have read that one verse a hundred times, the Holy Spirit will bring revelation to you. Who believes in the Holy Spirit? We all believe in the Holy Spirit. So then, 
We, make, we need to make use of what God is telling us in His Word. If we meditate on God's Word, we need to really allow the Holy Spirit to give us some revelation. Amen? So when you meditate on God's Word, you are training your human spirit, like I said, to recognize God's voice. You are training your human spirit to recognize God's voice. Né? And you could be more in tune with what, the, what He has to say to you, specifically about your situation, what's going on in your life. And the secret, like I said, is meditating on God's Word. When you meditate on the Word of God, you aren't just thinking about it during your quiet times. You speak it all the time. What do we do? Speak. We speak it. The morning devotions that are being sent to you, you speak it. You just, you just not are reading it, but you are speaking it. Whatever you speak, your spirit hears and it comes into agreement with what you are speaking. So you need to speak the word of God. It becomes part of your inner man. It stirs your faith. When you start to speak it, it stirs your faith. It develops your human spirit. And it makes it easy for you to be led by the spirit of God. Shall we try to speak the word of God? When we hear the word, when we read it, we speak it into existence. Amen? If you don't want to... Move forward and develop your spirit. Begin by taking 10 to 15 minutes, like I said. With the youth, we said in half an hour. But start by taking 10 to 15 minutes. Amen? For those that have received Jesus Christ, just start with that. Yes. 10 to 15 minutes each day. And then you medi meditate on God's word. You can do it much longer than that. It doesn't have to be 10 to 15 minutes. Your spirit will develop and grow and you will begin to hear solid answers. To the questions so you can desperately need answers. No? The answers that you need you will hear the voice of God. And then number two what did we say number one is? Meditate. Meditate, meditate on God's word. Yes. Number two is be a doer of God's word. And being a doer doesn't mean you have to work. Let's, um, James 1 verse 22 James 1, verse 22. James 1, verse 22 says, Be doers of the, word, of the word, and not hearers only. I sometimes sit at home, and then I listen to a, uh, uh, the word, or may, I listen to the word that Shane is, is ministering, or JB, or Rita, or Philip is ministering, and then I normally sit and say to myself, what am I going to do with the word that I heard last week? Am I going to keep the word for myself? Or am I going to share the word with somebody share that we hear? We need to share the word that we hear. Amen? Yeah. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Let us not just hear the word. Because everybody, you're going to train yourself just to hear the word, hear the word, hear the word. And then the next moment or the next day yes. we forget about the word of God one of the sure fire ways to be led by the spirit of God is to be a doer of the word of God we don't see too many Christians who are doers of the word of God we don't see too many Christians who are doers of the word of God do we see many Christians that are doers 
we don't see. They certainly talk the talk, but the walk looks like everyone else in the world. They talk the talk, but the walk looks like everyone. And I want to encourage you this morning, let us not be the same. Let us not talk the talk, but our walks look the same. Our walks need to be in line with the Word of God. We speak God's Word. We meditate on God's Word. We share God's Word with somebody else. However, the Bible is clear that that hearers, people who simply read the Bible and attend church, do accomplish much in life. That's why James 2 verse 17 says, Faith without works is dead. If you have faith, but you don't have work, then it is dead. Faith without works is dead. If you need the supernatural in life, Dead faith is, isn't going to deliver you to victory. Dead faith is not going to deliver you or myself in victory or to victory. Like anything else with God, being a doer of the word is not about rules and religion. It is a matter of the heart. Isn't it a matter of the heart? If you talk to yourself and you realize that I've heard the word of God, I'm not just going to keep it for myself. It's in my heart. I've written it on the table of my heart. I am going to share this word with somebody. A Christian who reads the Bible and even meditates on the word, but doesn't put it into practice, is not following the first and the greatest command of God. What is the first and the greatest command of God? Amen. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Met alles with everything that is in us. We need to love the Lord our God with all your heart. And then what is the next command? Second. The second is? As equal to the first is love Love your neighbor neighbor as you love yourself. We need to love your neighbor. I think this is the reason why God has called us a community, why we are here as a community, that we need to love one another, not tear down one another, not break down one another, but to love one another. I wouldn't encourage or I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't like you to say anything to me that will break me down. But I would like you to build me up as a Christian. And this is why we are here as a community, to build one another up, to love one another. Amen? Amen. How do we know? Because John 14 verse 15 says, Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And that is, it, that is what's written in, in John 14, verse 15. If you love me, if you love God, then you keep God's commandment. What is His commandment? That we may love one another. Love the Lord your God with all your mind. If you love the Lord your God with all your mind, with all your strength, with everything in you, you shall meditate. Isn't it so? If you love Him, you will spend time with Him. You will live in relationship. We will live... We will live in relationship to our God, to the King of Kings and to the Lord of God. Loving God is doing what He asks you 
and me to do. And where do we, wow, how does God ask you and me to do something? By reading his word. By following his commandments. By doing what he wants us to do. When you love him, you are abiding in him. If you love God, you abide in him. You are in fellowship, me and you. We all are in fellowship with him. And you are in position to be led by the spirit in every area of your life. We have the Spirit of God and He will lead us in every area of our life. Amen. You shall not go wrong. Obeying God is drawing near to Him. How do we draw near to God? Anybody else? How do we, how do we draw near to God? By spending time with Him. By spending time with God. What did we say? What was the first one? By meditating. It's like, let us say, spending time with God. Meditating on His Word. Obeying God is drawing near to Him. And that's when you know that He will... What will He do? If you draw near to Him, what will He do? He will draw near to you. If we draw near to God, He will draw near to us. And whisper the greatest secret you could ever be privileged to hear. If you draw near to God, He will draw near to you and He will whisper the greatest secrets to you. It's so awesome to know if you could ever hear how much... Actually, that's the kind of secret there. So draw near to God, you draw near to you. Actually... God is always near to you. Amen. But you don't feel it. Yeah. When you draw near to Him, you yes. realize He is with you. Amen. He will Amen. never leave you. No forsake you. I'm sorry, you get excited. Yes. That's a good teaching, Emily. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So good. Yeah. So, we just need to remember that, me. He's always in us. If you have received Him as your Lord and, and your Savior, as Philip said, He is with you already. But if you speak to Him, how awesome it is to hear the Holy Spirit speaking <laughs> back to you. He'll give you direction, He'll show you what to do, and He will even help you if you have got a problem. Amen? Because we've got that beautiful, beautiful relationship with Him. Amen. 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 <laughs> to become a doer of God's Word, Determine in your heart to do everything yes. you see written in His Word. Amen. Why, did he, why did He say in the beginning, This book of the law shall not depart, depart from your mouth. mouth. If you read it, it comes into your mouth, and then you, 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 it's like an apple that you're eating. You're eating that apple. You cannot swallow that apple, the whole apple, like that. You, 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 but no more means it. You chew, chew it. No? And this is what we are doing while we are busy meditating on God's word. No? Yes. That means you, you alter your, it, that means you alter your lifestyle. You won't make excuses. You don't try to change what the Bible actually says to you to suit your um, own fleshly desires. If you feel like 
I don't feel like reading the word of God today. Tell, talk to yourself. My flesh is not going to tell me I'm not going to read God's word. I am going to read God's word. Who, who feels like that sometimes? You are in a hurry. You run around. You've got so many things to do. But if you start to say this to your flesh, I will read God's word. I will meditate on God's word. You will see how much you will receive from God. How much the Holy Spirit. It's not about your feelings. It's when we feel it, even if we don't feel it or not feeling it, we do it anyway. We do it anyway. Don't let your body or your mind tell you that you don't want to spend time. If you love God, you've received Him as your Lord and Savior, you will. You will open the Word of God and you will spend time and you will meditate on God's Word. Just You just obey the Word by faith. You don't try to do it. You don't hope. You don't hope, don't hope to do it. You do it because the Bible commands you to do it. Amen? Amen. The Bible commands you to do it. For example, talking about defeat and discouragement. It's not being a doer of the word because that is how the Bible tells us to live. The Bible tells us to walk by faith. We all walk by faith and not by sight. So if your eyes tells you or your mind tells you, I'm not going to read the word today because I've got this and that to do. Even if you've got a lot of schoolwork, start reading it. Yes. Start read the word of God. If you start reading it, you shall be successful in all your ways. But what we do as youngsters or as people of God, we, we tend to say to ourselves, tonight I'm going to do it. And then when it comes to tonight, then you've got something else to do. So rather in the morning before, when you wake up in the morning, spend time, meditate on God's word. And you don't even do it just in the morning. And then you go back at night, you go over that same scripture yes. and you meditate on that scripture and you will see how fruitful that scripture becomes to you. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Once you set out to be a doer of the word, revelation will come. And who doesn't want revelation? Who doesn't want revelation? We believe Wie wil die openbaring kry oor Godse woord? Wie wil dat die kry? Everybody of us wants revelation on God's word. As you practice being obedient in every small thing, you'll find that you'll begin to hear God more and more. So then, on a Sunday morning or during the service, we will have time to share with one another what stood out to the word of God. The revelation, God will bring revelation and then each and everybody will all of a sudden speak. Why? Because you spend time with God's word each day. The more you respond to his voice, the more you will hear him. Respond to his voice, the more you will hear him. I sometimes, when my children goes out or wherever they go, then I tell them, I don't have a good feeling about that. Why? Because the Holy Spirit wants to warn them. Yes. If they go somewhere and they do not listen, then something else might happen. But if you listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, you must say you might save yourself from falling into dangers of this yes. life. So now you know why it is important to listen to the Holy Spirit, to be in relationship with God. It will continue to increase until you have trained your human spirit of God so much that supernatural miracles 
will begin to flow in your life. Then people will say the same thing like they said to Rita and Philip. I want what you and Philip has got. They might say, Anna, why do you have such a beautiful smile? And where does it come from? Then she can say, this is what God has done in my life. And people might look at you and they see, why did Nella change? How come she's a different person? And she, might, she cannot say it's because of her own doing. She can just glorify God and say, this is what God has done in my life. Yes. And because of that, somebody else would want to come also. And they would yes. want to be in relationship with God. And, and then they would ask her, but how do you get it right to get overcome this and overcome that? And then she can say, by spending time yeah, with God's God word. Amen. Amen. Because God himself is his word. And when God speaks, then we, open, we are open to listen to what he says. And that will make us to be prosperous in all our ways. And that is what I said. And then you will have the kind of success most people only dream of. Like I said, when they say to Rita and to Philip, I want what you have got. People are dreaming to have this beautiful life that you have. Sister Maki. They are wondering why, why is everything with you and your husband? Why do the two of you follow? Why do you always go to the house of the Lord? Or why do you always go to the church gathering? Because you know what you are getting from here. You are the one spending time with God. Spending time in relationship with God, but also with your fellow brothers and sisters. And num number three is put the word of God above all else, like Rita said. Put the word of God above all else. What did I say a few minutes ago? I said, even before you read your schoolwork, because sometimes it's difficult to, to study. Who finds it difficult as a young women or men to study who finds it very difficult to study beautiful yeah. i can see that and you are being honest this morning if you put god first and you meditate on god's word god gives you that grace to be able to understand your word you will you you will not become successful if you don't have a relationship with god you will become successful amen, amen. You will have the kind of success most people are dreaming of. And when we look at Joanita, what is Freestelling in Afrikaans? Matric exemption she got. She can go to university with her studies. Because why? She has a relationship with God. And all of you can do it, though, for those that are not in matric yet. And those that want to go and study further. Put the word of God above all else. Proverbs 4 verse 20 to 21. Proverbs 4 verse 20 to 21. My son, attend to my words. Consent and submit to my sayings. Let them not depart from your sight. In, in, in Joshua 1 it says, let, let, what does it say in Joshua 1? Let it, not depart from your mouth. let it not depart. Let the law of my book not depart from your mouth. mouth. And now in Proverbs it says, My son, attend to my words, consent and submit to my sayings. Let them not depart from your sight. 
Keep them in the center of your heart. Let it not depart from your sight. If ever you see the word of God in, the, in, the, in your Bible, let it not depart from your sight. Amen. Keep them in the center of your heart. Second Chronicles 16 verse 2, verse 12 to 13 tells us, Second Chronicles 16 verse 12 to 13 tells us of a situation where King Asher had the opportunity to put the word of God above all else. In the 39th year of his reign, Asher developed a serious foot disease. I don't know if you read that. He developed a serious foot disease. Yet even when this severity, sever, severity of the, his disease, he did not seek the Lord, Lord's help, but turned only to his physicians. So he died in, into the 41st year of his reign. You know why? If you meditate on God's word and you become sick or anything happens to you, who do you seek first? The Lord. The Lord. We seek Jesus first. Oh, yes. Amen? Amen? What does Matthew say? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His, and His righteousness and all shall be added unto you. For whatever reason King Asher didn't see God in his honor of trial, instead he went after the world's help. I would feel ashamed if we are in a situation as believers, children of God, if we go to the world for help. We have got a Savior. We must go to God. We must ask God to help us in our situation. Amen? Youngsters, if it is difficult, if you grew up in a stage where your mom and your dad or there's things that has happened at home, don't go to people. Fall on your knees. Go to God. He's the only one that can help you in your situation. Amen? God is our God. And God wants us to come to Him. He says it in His Word, come to me. All. Who are? All. All of you. All who are heavy, burdened. And I, God, is the one that will give you rest. He will give you healing. And he will give you deliverance of everything. As a young woman, I was so confused in my life. Why? Because I grew up without a father. I didn't have a father, only had a mother. I didn't know what it is to have a father in my house. But at 17 years old, as a young girl, I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I grew up in the religious churches where they never told me about how much God loves me. They never shared the love of God with me. Until I got to Grace Life, this church, and I realized this is where God showed me. John 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world. And I didn't say the world. I said, for God so loved you, Emily. For you, if you could put your name in there. If you could put your name in there and say to yourself, For God so loved me, Anna, Megan, yes. Tisha, Nisha, yeah. whoever. 
Hebron. For God so loved me that he gave his only begotten son. If I, I've got one son that is the eldest and he's about 25 years old. Now, even if I had that one son, if I were Jesus or God, I would have given my eldest son for the world to die. Would I? Only Jesus. Only Jesus did that. Why did he do it? Because he loves us. And, and, and we've read now, we've said now, for, jo for God so loved the world. Don't, don't exclude the love. God loves us. He loves you and he loves me so much that he gave his only begotten son. Now what did Jesus' son do? Did young, I want to ask the young girls and young boys, what did Jesus' son do? Megan? What did, Jesus, what did God's son do? Jesus, what did he do for you? Can't hear? Sorry? He died for you. But before he died, he wanted, he wanted us to realize that he loved you so much. That he died for you and me on the cross of Calvary. Amen? This is how much Jesus loves us. And he loves us even up until today. He loves us for eternity. He doesn't just love us the day when he died on the cross. He loves us forever. It's not like a woman or a man or your mother and father loves you and then they die. No, Jesus loves you forever. Until eternity. So I just wanted to come back to the word uh, when I was ministering to you. To be led by the Spirit of God, we must put his word above all else in every situation. Let's have his word above all else and in every situation. Meditate on it, read it, but have it above all else. The Bible, the Bible looks like it is just words written in it. But it is life if you, if you read it. It becomes alive and it forms your life. It builds your life and it gives you direction. Those things are God's business. Um, where am I? To be led by the Spirit, we must put His word above all else and in every situation. This allows us to be sensitive to His leading, which often goes against common sense, statics, statistics how everyone else is doing, and the world's view of logic. Don't follow the world's view. Don't follow what everybody else says. Follow what God says. And like I said, if you meditate on God's word, you will hear the Spirit of God that will lead you, and He will teach you, and He will guide you, and He will show you what to do. That's why we should train ourselves to put the word of God above all else first. Yester, for alles, sit God's word, your Yester. If you want to become successful young, young men and women, and even myself, every one of us, yes. you want to become successful, put God's word first in your life. Amen. We should train ourselves to ask in any matter of life, what does God's word have to say about it? If you are in a situation, train yourself, ask yourself, what does God say about this situation? Ne? And then you go to God's word, read the word, and pray and ask God, what do you say about this, God? The world wants me to do this, my friends want me, my mother wants me to do this, but what do you want me to do in this situation? 
And then when you, and then we should put that word first that God gives you. When you seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, everything else will be added to you. Matthew 6 verse 33. Seeking first the kingdom is listening to what the king has to say. Isn't it so? Listening. We listen to what the king has to say. And then doing it without consulting the world. Don't go and consult the word. If you've asked God, you've asked God. And his word is above everyone else's word. Don't hear or incline your ear to what the media or politicians has to say. Don't ever make plans based on what anyone other than God says. Make plans on what God says. Amen? Amen. Listen to him. Listen to God. He is our leader. Through the troubled times of any kind, he already has a plan for you. Where does it stand? Stand in God's word. Jeremiah. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Moi, Joanita. I can read your lips from here. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. He already has a plan for you. And it is a good plan. plan. Follow that plan. Follow him. Follow God. Don't follow anyone in your life. Jesus and his plan will not only take you through it, it will exalt and lift you up, settle, establish, and perfect you. He always gives us, Jesus always gives us victory. Why? Why? Because we spend time with him. We live in relationship with him. And it doesn't mean if you are a child of God, you won't, some things won't happen to you. No. As long as, as, as anything happens or comes your way, you know where to go to. We know, I know where to go to. We go to God. Amen? Number four, instantly respond to your spirit. Instantly respond to your spirit. Proverbs 20 verse 27. The spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord. Like we said, the fourth way to be led by the Spirit of God is to instantly respond to your spirit. But to do that, you have to learn to recognize the inward witness. Amen? Who is the inward witness? Who is your inward witness? The Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. The number one way that God guides and directs His children is through the is toward towards witness. Romans eight verse fourteen. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God, and we include daughters. Yes. For as many that are led by the Spirit of God, they are. They are. You are. I am the sons. Of God. God doesn't throw his physical sense. He leads through the inward witnesses. Amen. Witness. Yes. Through the Holy Spirit. This means you don't need to go around putting out fleeces when you want an answer from God. That is da- a dangerous place to be. Because things can seem to work out in the natural realm when they aren't the will of God at all. 
However, as spirit-filled believers, we have an inner voice. Like I said, the Holy Spirit. We have an inner voice. This is where the Holy Spirit communicates with us, not in our own minds. When you develop and train your spirit by putting first three steps into practice, what is the first three steps? Meditating on God's Word. Practicing God's Word. And yes. Put the Word of God first. When you develop and train your spirit by putting the three steps into practice, meditating on the word, practicing the word, putting the word first place, your human spirit in this, in the word of God, obeying your, your human spirit becomes some as obeying the Holy, the same as obeying the Holy Spirit, the same as obeying the Holy Spirit. If you are, if you are in the habit of looking for a sign or feeling or even putting out a fleece when you need guidance in your life, begin to move over into your spirit to find divine guidance. And one other way the Holy Spirit even speaks to you is like when you start to speak in tongues. It's so beautiful to hear the Holy Spirit revealing whatever it is, He will reveal, he will reveal it unto you. Train yourself up in the Word of God. Obey what you hear immediately. Listen, sometimes the Holy Spirit would say to you, don't do this. What do you do? You do it. And immediately when you do it, you'll find yourself you're busy doing the wrong thing. Yes. And then the accidents come. Yes. But listen and do it immediately. The moment the Holy Spirit says, don't hesitate. Do it immediately when the Holy Spirit says to you, you need to do. Like Marshall is in Oatswilling at the moment. And on Friday, 6 o'clock, he left. But like I always do, I call him to my bedroom and I call and I pray over his life yes. before he's gone. If the Holy Spirit told me to pray over his life right now, then I do it immediately. Yes. And that is what I've done. So this is what you do. When the Holy Spirit speaks to you, you do it immediately. You don't wait. Do it immediately. God wants us to be led by His Spirit and He's going to use our own spirit to guide us. Your own spirit to guide us. No? He wants you to be led by the spirit. God has a better way than a hit and miss system. Listen to the inward voice and obey your own spirit. Then you will operate in the perfect will of God. Amen. Amen. You will not obey something else or do something else what the world wants you to do. When you follow these four ways to be led by the Spirit of God and practice them as regular as part of your life, you will always know in your spirit what you should do in any situation. We did say that. When you meditate on God's Word, I'm just recapping. When you meditate on God's Word, be a doer of God's Word. Put the Word above all else. And instantly respond, instantly, immediately respond to God's word. You can know the will of God in even the smallest detail of your life. Amen. And I want to share something with you, but on the right time, I will say something with you. Because yes. God has tremendously blessed my life. He has taken me away from the world's things. And I'm spending time with Him in order for Him to speak to my life. 
if there's any situation in my life, even youngsters, when it comes to make a decision about a man in your life, you listen to God. Listen to God first. Don't just receive or accept anyone in your life. Make God your first person that you go to. Don't take people that are in this world, people that are not of God. Ask God and He will just be, just relax and talk to God about everything in your life and you will see how God sort everything out for you. And it is a wonderful place. Isn't it a wonderful place to be in? When you know you've got, you put your trust in God, you don't put your trust in men or you don't put your trust in a woman or you don't put your trust in anybody in this world, politicians, what, whoever. You don't put your trust, you put your trust in God first. Amen? Put the word of God above all else and instantly respond to your spirit. You can know the will of God in even the smallest detail of your life. Take the opportunity to train your spirit. Use the opportunity at home. What? When did we say you have to do it? Meditating on God's word? Day and night. Night and day. Take the opportunity to train your spirit. Grow stronger and begin to receive supernatural guidance. We can only receive supernatural guidance from God. Supernatural guidance that will lead you to exceedingly, abundantly, above all you could ever ask. Or, or imagine, or think above everything in this world. And this is good for food for thought for the youngsters, but a good word for you to take with you in any situation. Amen? I'm sorry, it's good for me too. Amen. For the youngsters, for me, for all of us that are sitting, that are sitting here. Amen? We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to connect with us, or if you'd like us to pray with you, please contact us at info at gracelife.co. If you'd like to order more resources or discover more about us, you can visit our website at www.gracelife.co or find us on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube.